0: starts now.
1: You pointed out that police would be so busy arresting handgun owners that they would be unable to protect the people against criminals. It's a nasty truth that those who seek to inflict harm are not phased by gun control laws. I happen to know this from personal experience.
2: there. Welcome. Welcome to your Thursday. So glad that you're tuned in. Kate Daly Show here. I'm Kate Daly, your host. I've got Uncle Milty with me. How are you?
3: I'm good. Thanks.
2: And uh, make sure you get over to katedalyradio.com and make sure you check it out because, uh, well, it's awesome. <laughs> it's a lot there, all kinds of podcasts and uh, maybe some things you haven't heard uh, that are worth hearing. Maybe on your next drive, you can listen to a podcast or two. Uh, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud and all over the place. But make sure uh, that you're getting those SoundClouds. They're at the bottom of the homepage on katedalyradio.com. I welcome, I welcome to the show every Thursday. I love this. Uh, Chris Ann Hall, constitutional expert and attorney. How are you, Chrisanne? I am fantastic. How are you? Good, good. I can't wait to hear about your trip to D.C. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Um, you, sound about, you sound tired. You sound a little
2: tired, Chrisanne. Cr- I have to admit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I am a I'm little tired, tired actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can it tell. It was a very... Very long days, very early days, Mm. and uh, very late nights, Mm. so I didn't actually get to the hotel last night until after 10 p.m., and then I had to be up at um, 5 o'clock this morning to catch a flight.
2: Oh, wow.
4: And so... I'm, I am a little spent today, so well, you'll I'm, have to... I'm just glad you're with you'll us.
2: You'll have to just feel my inner enthusiasm <laughs> okay. instead of hearing it. All right. It. Okay, I will. I will. I'll envision it. So tell me what happened. We're dying. We want to know what happened in D.C.
4: So I got to hear a lot about um, prison reform, which is really exciting to me. It's something that we need. Mm-hmm. Know, justice, Prison justice reform, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right, right. The, the decriminalization of, of things and the restoration of rights for people uh, once they've completed sentence. I mean, these things are very, very important to me. They should be important to anybody who has uh, a liberty-first perspective, which is frustrating sometimes because even the cultural conservatives mm-hmm. uh, don't really grasp the necessity of, right. of these kind of judicial reforms. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, uh, we create, and I know we've talked about this on your show before, but we create second class citizens that become the equivalent of cultural slaves, of civic mm-hmm. slaves, because they've committed a certain crime, which mm-hmm. is not a crime of violence, mind you. These are not people who have murdered. These are not mm-hmm. people who have held people at gunpoint to steal from them. Right. These are people. These are people who have committed minor felonies, which in my humble opinion, and I was thinking today, I have nearly 20 years of legal experience now. I'm wow. getting so old. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I love oh it. my goodness. But, I mean, think about that. I've 20 years 20 I've been years. practicing law. I've never wow. done anything professional.
2: And so this is what was said in 2014. For what it's worth, we aren't the only people thinking about a much closer relationship between the U.S. and Mexico And while we're at it, Canada. Last month, the Council of Foreign Relations Task Force, uh, headed by Petraeus, of all people, um, put out a report called North America, Time for a New Focus, which argues that it's time to put North America at the forefront of U.S. policy. And this is what they wrote. Here's our vision. Three democracies with a total population of almost half a billion people people, energy self-sufficiency and even uh, energy exports, integrated infrastructure that fosters interconnected and highly competitive agriculture, resource development, manufacturing, resources, technology industries, a shared skilled, a shared skilled labor force that prospers through investment in human capital. Um, It went on to say uh, the common natural bounty of air, water, lands, biodiversity, wildlife, migratory uh, species, close security cooperation in regional threats, so that, you know, we look very large, we're a large body of people, um, and then, of course, political security, environmental, all of these things, right? And then it went on to, um, to talk about a, maybe an advantage of having a U.S.-Mexico merger. OK, this is Petraeus back in 2014. Among his objections, p- uh, potential issues with the monetary union, the effects of U.S. on U.S. wages and the impact a merger would have on the federal government's budget. And so what they started talking about was the median family income in Mexico below 5000 a year. So given the fiscal setup of the U.S., he, uh, you're going to add 60 million people who make less than 5000 thousand dollars a year under our current system. You're going to have massive transfer payments and subsidies from what now the United States to the new states that are formerly of Mexico. And in a way, you could have cost saving uh, the same if you merge two companies. So looking at it like we're merging two companies, um, but most of the people in the U.S. are going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, cost saving in this context means that everybody in the U.S. is going to be paid less. Is that really what we're looking for? And that was the big question on the table. Hmm. Okay. So are they going to sell it to us in this way? Maybe selling us on the merits of make-a-trade from our region, other regions around the globe instead of just our country, you know? Um, How would that, you know, help us, quote-unquote? The paid migration by Soros programs to flood migration the last several years? Um, You know, we don't have a wall. Is this the way to go, well, we don't really need a wall. See, we're merging.
5: That's yeah. right. Yeah. You don't need a wall. You're just like Europe. They opened all their that borders in Europe with the European right. Union. Right. Now they're trying to figure out a way to get all those foreigners out mm-hmm. of their countries. Right. Oh. Yeah. That sounds familiar.
2: Exactly. Right. OK. So this is obviously beyond horrific because um, I care about our sovereignty. But I can see them doing this. I can see them doing this. And the rush when they were when they were rushing in the press to call it a failed state um, because of a horrific act of violence. It is still An act of violence. But they wanted to kind of, you know, just take the entire country and then paint that picture again, again, again. Mm -hmm. And we're getting this over and over again. Are we going to, are we going to, well, could we have this happen?
5: I don't know why they weren't calling it a failed state when 100,000 foreigners were marching through Mexico to our border last yeah.
2: year. Yeah. Well, they were, actually. They were. There were, there were, there were, there were some uh, copy on that. Yeah, not much. Not much, though. Not as much as this year. And uh, and I just thought it was kind of interesting. You can weigh in on that. Maybe you disagree. But I, was, I just had thought about it a lot last night. It hit me when he said failed state. And I went, wow, we're really rushing to call the whole country a failed state over that, even though it was very, very horrific, my gosh, you know, that's a that's a pretty extreme measure uh, to take in calling it a failed state. And and then, of course, it was, what are we going to do? But I can also see, I just can see this narrative playing out. You know, you Christian hater, Uncle Miltie, if you don't want to go help Mexico deal with their cartels. Mm-hmm. And then it was, okay, what about the military going down? There was that big question. Sure. The problem with what I see with that, and you could you could differ, I don't know. Um, I haven't talked to you about this, actually, Uncle Milty, but the... The the problem with sending the military down is, well, now we need them a month, and now we need them six months, and now we need them a year, and now we need them to stay and fight the cartels. And it just kind of slowly becomes a, a manipulation of pieces. Whenever the government wants us to do something that they know that Americans are going to be against, they always deliver it in pieces um, so that we want it. But that's just my 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 theory the
5: problem with sending the military down there is Mm -hmm. that it's called war and Mm -hmm. the problem down there is that they're in the middle of a civil war between the Mexican government and the cartels right I don't feel like getting involved in somebody's civil war Yeah. just like I don't want them involved in ours if we have one
2: (laughs) right yeah Right. And so what will that what will it look like? I'm not uh, I don't know. But there's a reason they keep saying failed state, failed state as far as the whole country. Otherwise, they'd just be addressing the acts of violence as they happen, just like we would another country. We would say, you know, well, this is what happened in this country. So Mm -hmm. uh, or to an American citizen. But we don't rush in to go failed state. We don't have a wall. And it really bothers me because I'm 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 looking for the next scapegoat and. I don't know. It just seems to fit for me. But
5: I'm also I you know, I don't like the fact that Mm -hmm. they keep saying American citizens Mm -hmm. because they're dual citizens that live in Mexico.
2: Right. Right.
5: And they've lived in Mexico for a long, long long time. time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how how much of American citizens are they actually at this point? Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's not like a family went.
4: Hospitals and clinics could not force doctors and nurses to engage in abortions if the abortions were contrary to their, their, um, their faith, right? right? contrary to their conscience and their faith. Well, uh, yesterday afternoon, mm-hmm. a federal court uh, deemed that ex- executive agency's directive unconstitutional.
2: Yeah, it, that that blew my mind. I couldn't even believe that. A doctor can't say this is against my morals, this is against my religion, I cannot do this. And uh so what does that mean um as far as how how many does this affect? Like uh um this ruling. Um, you know, Well, this case potentially puts an end to that
4: executive order as a whole it creates a precedent that other federal courts will use to mm-hmm. undermine any directive based on that principle you see what we have is a federal district judge his name is Paul Engelmayer he doesn't tell us that forcing a nurse to perform abortion is coercive but that directions to an entity funded by tax dollars to respect religious conscience is unconstitutionally coercive so he says it's not coercive to force someone to perform abortion contrary to their beliefs, mm-hmm. but it is coercive to tell an a entity who's taking tax dollars that they can't force someone to do something contrary to their beliefs. Wow. And so, with that kind of broad scale application, it really undermines the entire efficacy of this, the, the intent and the directive of this, this executive order. Now, what should happen? Okay, this is what should happen mm-hmm. because this federal judge, Mr. Paul Engelmeyer, is 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 off his his litigious gourd. There's there's absolutely no nothing constitutional about what he's saying. He's an activist judge, and that's very mm-hmm. clear. So, what should happen is the executive agency should just simply ignore mm. this court and say, you know, we take we have we have reviewed this this. Uh, This federal court opinion, we do not find it to be consistent with the Constitution Mm -hmm. and with the authority of the executive agency as delegated by the Constitution. Therefore, we are going to continue to enforce the executive order that uh, we have that the president has issued and then wow. r- deny funding to any entity that forces doctors or nurses
2: to do these things. We're going to come right back. We're going to come right back. Uh, Chris Ann Hall, the Chrisanne Hall Show is with us. We'll be right back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Kate Daly Show.
6: With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. 435 It's the tale
1: of two Utahs. Too often, career politicians focus all their attention on the Wasatch Front. But here in rural Utah, the heavy hand of government hinders our way of life. It's time for game-changing leadership. Meet Republican Jeff Burningham. He doesn't come from wealth or privilege. Jeff is a self-made businessman who started with nothing. During the recession when businesses were failing, Jeff Birmingham built one of the fastest growing companies in America and helped create thousands of jobs in Utah. Jeff Burningham knows that our land and natural resources are the foundation of our economy. As governor, he'll use his business experience to help our rural economies prosper. He'll fight for more access to public lands and get the government out of our way. Conservative outsider, job creator, problem solver. That's Jeff Burningham. Jeff Burningham for Governor. Game-changing leadership. Paid for by Birmingham for Governor.
0: The path to and through retirement can be rough, but it doesn't have to be. Find out how on your family and your retirement with Abe and Eric from Ashton Wealth, Tuesday at 5 on St. George News Radio 93.1 at 1450 KZNU.
2: Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. Copiersforsale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today. No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in.
7: There is
0: nothing worse than having your child wake up sick. Mommy, I don't feel good. Do they have a cold, the flu, strep? It means an entire day waiting at a doctor's office, waiting for test results, waiting for a prescription to be filled. It's a... Now offers point of care testing services. That means you can go right to the pharmacy for flu and strep tests, get results in minutes, and when appropriate, get the proper prescription medications. All in one stop. Point of care testing. Learn more at StukyFamilyPharmacy.com. sticky
7: Family Pharmacy. Voted best of Southern Utah.
3: Hey, this is Steve with Garage Doors Only. Did you know that each year over 10,000 people are hurt or injured attempting to repair their own garage door? At Garage Doors Only, our team of professionals can safely repair or replace your garage door or motor. Our business is family owned and operated and we service all of southern Utah and the Mesquite area. Don't be a statistic. Call the professionals at Garage Doors Only, 435 868 1200.
0: Want to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Saturday mornings at 9. On St. George News Radio, 1450.
7: Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I started taking them about seven and a half years ago. It was right after I lost my husband. My husband passed away. I was grieving so bad I wasn't eating at all. I mean, I just didn't care. And so I heard the advertisements on the radio, and I thought, well, my family's upset about me. i got to get myself straight, and I started taking them. So I always say it they kind of saved my life, you know. They gave me back my life. I would say that. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we will take an additional 35% off of your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON
0: talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. New Year's Eve would be the
5: perfect time for their great surrender But they don't remember
7: Anger wants a voice Voices won't sing Singers harmonize Till they can't hear anything Thought that I was free From all that questioning. But every time I promise another one
2: show we have uh uncle milty that's harmony hall by the way uh that song and um i have uncle milty and chris ann hall is back with us i'm so glad she stayed with us uh so glad to have you you were just talking about um about this uh judge and of course we've we've lost some religious freedom in this country doctors cannot object to um to abortions uh for moral or religious reasons it's sickening
4: yeah, when in taxpayer-funded facilities, in a yeah. private facility, that should be a no-brainer. You work right. for a private boss, you do what the private boss says. If you don't like it, move on. Sure. But what this what this judge is, is functionally saying and, and declaring, mm-hmm. that only non-religious people may be employed by an agency that takes public funds unless they renounce their faith to do their job. And that that ought not have to be that way. And that was part of what the executive order that Donald Trump passed to, uh, that signed into effect to try to eliminate, you know, this, this idea that you have to relinquish your faith in order to work in a tax funded facility. Right. And, and so, you know, I mean, but do you understand that's the goal, right? Yeah. yeah. You make everything tax funded, you make everything government controlled. Sure. And mm-hmm. then you eliminate the people who, who, have conscience and operate by faith and operate by principle, and then you can have people who do the things that they did in Nazi Germany mm-hmm. uh, to babies and to people mm-hmm. and human right. experiments because you have eliminated everybody that has a conscience.
2: Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you can't and that's live. That's the power.
4: That's the power of of government. Mm-hmm. And now you have all this this absolutely ridiculous dialogue, I don't even want to call it dialogue, about due process and whistleblowers and blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, we have whistleblower law. Right. Congress passed <laughs> whistleblower law. You wouldn't to know it. People <laughs> so mm-hmm. that they could come forward mm-hmm. and boldly assert what they know uh, to be fact. Right. If you do not come forward, you are not a whistleblower. You are just somebody that nobody knows that might know something about something. Mm-hmm. And it really defeats the entire purpose of having a whistleblower law if you don't have to come forward right. because what's there to protect if you're not known? And so the whole thing Amen. really really irritates me and I got really irritated at Justin Amash. He is totally embedded in this train. The man who mm-hmm. who used to be all about rights and due process and and whatever. I don't know. I think I think he has been alien
2: body snatched. <laughs> and I don't something's I, going I don't on. get it. Yeah, me too. too. I simply do not get it. I sang his praises for years yes, on the show. Did. Oh my gosh. I, I would compare did. I know, I would <laughs> compare <laughs> other congress people to him. Oh, I don't know what happened. I don't sing political praises to anyone lightly, Mm -hmm. and I talked very
4: favorably about him quite often. Right, And like I said, this is just body
5: snatcher stuff. I
2: don't get this.
5: They set him up somehow to be in a position to be blackmailed. Some of
2: the money I think he gets comes from China, and I think China has something to do with why he is flipped a little into the progressive liberal category. So, yeah, they're usually on board with China, and usually there's some reasoning there with maybe some family. Family, um, family company money, you know, kind of thing. So,
4: Well, but you got to realize the American people are taking this garbage hook, line, and sinker yeah. because we've already sold to them the red flag laws and the gun restraining orders where right. people can anonymously call in and your house can be raided and your guns can be seized and you can be thrown into custody of, of government based on some anonymous complaint that you're scary
2: mm
5: yep that's why I sold all my guns, everybody,
2: yeah, all of them <laughs> <laughs> you don't have one left, not one um oh gosh, it's getting no
4: i still I still have mine, and the day that I have to renounce that I don't have them uh-huh. is the day that I know that the that the Republic has completely fallen, mm-hmm. so I will hold on to my guns until the mm-hmm. very last minute, yeah. and and that's gonna be. You know, I mean, I know the republic is falling mm-hmm. because right. of ignorance. Samuel Adams said, "When a people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, that's that whole conscience thing."
2: Mm-hmm.
4: He said they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders, and Bad. that's what we have today. We have we have an ignorance that's driven by arrogance, mm-hmm. right? Right, driven what, by mm-hmm. arrogance, covetousness, and greed, which 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 really really boils down to the American people. So the mm-hmm. arrogance is. I'm right. Mm-hmm. My position is right. I don't care what the Constitution says. I don't care what history says. I don't care what the founders say. And my position is right because this is what I believe. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole, that's, by the way, that's the whole sum and soul of the impeachment hearing mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. all the witnesses are well i believe that the president's policy really was a bad idea yep. right yep. Okay, that's the crux of it
2: all well, opinion
4: having a bad foreign policy idea is not article two section Four impeachable material
2: right right well um you might want to say you don't have any though I'm just going to go with that notion. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you yeah. do what
4: you got to do, my you got, friend. Yeah. You, go, you You have yeah. your boating accident and you lose your guns. I'm cool with
2: that.
4: <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah. I and, lost all my guns yeah. in a boating accident. Right. Well, I can't, you know. I, yeah. I just,
2: of course. I just. Of course.
4: I just bought one yesterday. So right. <laughs> they're not going to believe that. Well, yeah. some people. But really, anyway, you wait, know, wait, wait. I'm just more stubborn than mm-hmm. the average vote.
2: Okay, wait. Yeah. Uncle Milty wanted to say
5: something. A lot of people live in states where private party transactions aren't recorded. To-
2: right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, in but, that case, you know. There's that. There's no reason you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Generally, mm-hmm. I'm
4: not going on the so, record. If, if I have a gun that's not on the record, I'm not going on the record.
2: <laughs> and a big hello to the NSA listening <laughs> from Maryland. Um, anyway, I. Um, but I'm already on 37 different
4: lists. That's I just true. found out yesterday there's an anti-bigotry app that I'm on.
2: Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm I didn't a know white you supremacist a bigot. on
4: some anti-bigotry app.
2: Oh, come on, Chrisanne, you're a bigot too. <laughs> I am, Jeez. I am. You know, tell my, my Hispanic son and yeah, my husband, who has right. African
4: slave heritage, whose relatives are all black.
2: Yeah, that doesn't you know, matter. what a bigot it's, I am. It's whatever somebody says. Whatever. That's what goes, you know? doesn't you know, matter if you it, have it, proof. And I go to an entirely culturally
4: diverse church where the pastor <laughs> is from South Africa. So don't tell me. <laughs>
2: go ahead, Uncle. <laughs> None
5: of too. that matters. All that matters is what someone thinks of you.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Conjecture is always good, and because we boiled yeah. down to that arrogance again, yep. mm-hmm. I believe what I believe. So yep. you're wrong, right? That's right? it, right?
4: Well, and then you combine the arrogance with the covetousness and the greed, and it gives me whatever I want, my free stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that applies to the cultural conservatives as well. Right. Oh, the cultural conservatives like farm grants and, mm-hmm. and police force subsidies, and we have to get money for our for our our church function, and we've got to get money for our schools, and, mm-hmm. you know, we got to have tuition assistance. Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, I have often found that... I don't need
4: tuition. I, you know what? I, I don't need tuition assistance. Oh. I need the federal government to stop taking my money under the cause of legalized plunder called tax.
2: <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, we were talking earlier about uh, ice skating. I think I do have the right to ice skate, and I think you should pay for it, Grazan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
5: You know every you know, yeah, every time the government talks about free mm-hmm. tuition, mm-hmm. tuition prices go up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. true. Well, let's see, that's the it is a proven fact, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to look at the statistics. It is a proven fact that federally subsidized college loans. Are the reason why college costs have gone up mm-hmm. because all of a sudden now you have free access to all this money and the money keeps the amount of money keeps increasing well if the students have access to the money why wouldn't the colleges demand it
0: hmm
4: why wouldn't they spend it mm-hmm. because in the students mind it's free money right and yeah. they don't even think about how how terrible that is until they actually graduate and realize that they're paying for an education that they can't use for the uh-huh. next seventy years of their life. Right, right. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then the federal government makes it so easy to defer your your payback and to mm-hmm. refinance your payback, and so that you will ever. I mean, I, I I heard somebody on one of those financial shows, you know, like Dave Ramsey or Clark Howard or something, and said, "Look, we just we're just resigned to the fact that we will have this loan for the rest of our life." Yeah,
5: that's true. so sad. And if it colleges
4: is. weren't getting federal funding, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be demanding those kind of of markets. They would be limited by right. what people could actually afford.
5: Right. They also wouldn't be admitting students that aren't qualified to go to a university.
4: Mm. Right. Well, I, you know, also in the report that I read, which was a government accountability report, the federal government gets money off of that. Right. There's a significant amount of Mm -hmm. money that comes to the federal government from student
2: loans. They're making money. Yeah,
5: Yeah, they notified me that some of that money they made was going to go to lower my taxes.
2: Oh boy, it is getting deep. I, um, it's, it, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for them to, uh, declare free, um, when they get into office and eventually they will. Um, you know, I just wanted to ask you about something really quick. Um, we're hearing a lot about the failed state of Mexico, the failed state of Mexico. And yes, there was a horrible act that took place and mur- some, you know, ob- obviously nine murders, um, down in, in Mexico, but the, I, I feel like they're using that to call it a failed state. What do you think happens next? And how do we retain our sovereignty? Because do you think we'll go down in uh, sort of like how we always do? You know, get the, the government gets us to accept whatever we're doing because we're doing it in pieces. And do you, uh, do, is there a reason behind calling it a failed state so much this year in the New York Times and Cato and, and all these these people calling it a failed state? What are we going to well, do in know, Mexico? It's,
4: it's, it really is. Um, it's always a reason when you hear multiple sources Saying mm-hmm. the same exact words yeah. they've been said a narrative of some sort my, again my, my question is and I don't mean this to be heartless why is that our problem mm-hmm. why are we in charge of ensuring the success of Mexico
2: <laughs> good they are part
4: of the United States
2: <clears throat> yep good question was... Canada,
4: I mean, if we have a mass shooting in America, mm-hmm. in, well, let's just make it more relevant. If we have a mass shooting in the state of, of Wyoming, mm-hmm. right, should Canada come in and declare Wyoming a failed state and fix it?
2: Exactly. Exactly. I see. I can maybe foresee this as part of the USMCA, um, that horrific treaty, and we're in trouble uh, if this is the case. If we start going down there, if we send military down there, what's your thought on that? <laughs> yeah, because there's been some talk of that.
4: Okay, so, you know, Congress had better thing. declare yep. war. Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, what's wrong? I mean, with
4: there's no there's mm-hmm. no reason to send military. There's no authorization to send military anywhere in the Constitution unless there's a declaration of war. And who are we declaring war on? Right. We, our Constitution did not create us to be mm-hmm. to be peacekeepers. They did not create us to be a, a government that goes around and becomes international police force. In heaven's name, what do we have the UN for? Yeah. If we have to do that. I mean, isn't that the U.N.'s professed job to yeah. be the peacekeeping force um,
5: across the globe? With our money. Let with
4: our the
2: money. U.N. go in and fix that. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It is kind of nice, so to have our mm. own little
2: Syria. Our own little Syria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I so appreciate you. If you haven't caught the Chris Ann Hall it's show. It's not ours. Yeah. Okay. Syria is not ours. Yeah. No, neither is Mexico. They yep. don't belong to us. Exactly. That's the point we need to get across. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Thank you, Chris Ann Hall. Catch the Chris Ann Hall Show. Thanks for spending so much time with us today. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All All right, right. I'll be right back.
6: Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000.
0: We're here with Katie from Nielsen RV. Katie, it's time for the holidays. Chris, you know what that means. You're going to have plenty of visitors around the house. I've got an idea. Get an RV from Nielsen RV so those holiday visitors have a nice comfy place of their own. Yeah, with Nielsen RV, you'll get the biggest selection and a great deal and after the holidays, you and your family can use that new RV to make some awesome memories out camping. That's Nielsen RV on State Street in Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag in St. George, or online at NielsenRV.com. No one wants to go through life feeling lousy. I have been there myself. I had joint pain, a lot of brain fog, and I thought I had postpartum depression. I went into Red River Health and Wellness, and with Within weeks, I was feeling
4: so much better. So, if you're suffering from symptoms like fatigue, depression, weight gain, digestive
2: problems, hair loss, or even headaches, Red River can help you.
6: Most people don't know why they have a low thyroid to begin with. Research is showing that people suffering with low thyroid actually suffer from a lot bigger disorder called Hashimoto's disease. So, people taking thyroid medicine may not feel much improvement because they're not getting to the root of the problem. Our patients come to us incredibly frustrated because their doctors have told them over and over that their blood tests are normal normal, but they keep feeling worse. So we find out what's causing the Hashimoto's and create a specific care plan for each patient.
7: Give Red River Health and Wellness Chiropractic Physicians a call.
0: 855-55-RIVER. Call today for an in-depth consultation, absolutely free. Call Red River today.
6: How would you like to participate in stock
0: market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial Friday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio 1450.
2: Hey, it's Casey at Garage Doors Only. Thank you for voting us the best garage door company in Southern Utah. We enjoy serving you and appreciate your vote of confidence. At Garage Doors Only, we do one thing, garage doors. We'll make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We'll take the time to show you options, accessories, and the latest trends in the industry. Let us help you select the perfect door for your style and budget call us at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at
7: 689 north bluff and again thank you for voting us number one every home is unique to the people living there at bedrock courts we pride ourselves and understand that we all want to be different That's why we carry such a large selection of quartz, granite, and marble countertops in our store with the most beautiful colors you can imagine. At Bedrock Quartz, our pricing is competitive, the quality is top-notch, and the service is excellent. For beautiful quartz, granite, or marble countertops that are built to last a lifetime, call Bedrock Quartz today or bedrockquartz.com.
0: The party is almost over. It's the final days of the Ashley Home Store's 28th Anniversary Sale. Come celebrate with us and enjoy huge savings throughout the store. Enjoy special Ashley pricing on sofas, loveseats, sectionals, and recliners. How about stunning, stylish sofas with just $2.99 in a multiple of colors? Recliners as low as $2.49 or a beautiful five-piece queen bedroom set for under $4.99. Plus, in the Ashley Sleep Center, queen mattress set starting at just $2.99. Get Ashley Anniversary Savings for every room in the house, plus 12 months of 0% financing. over. And don't let a little shaky credit or tight cash make you miss this special sale. Ashley has a no credit check needed plan to help. Register to win a recliner or a new mattress set. We will give away at the end of the anniversary sale. It's the final days of the Ashley Home Store of St. George's 28th anniversary sale. The number one name in furniture, as always, locally owned and operated now for 28 years on Redcliffe Drive, next to the Stadium 10. Drawings. No purchase necessary. All financing OAC. See store for details. You're gonna love this
7: Ashley Furniture Home.
6: You. What? Who was Rudolf Nureyev? Uh, Wasn't he a defenseman for the Maple Leafs? Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, Can you tell me who Louis Armstrong was? He was the first guy on the moon. Mm. You know, one small step for a man. Maybe they're not getting enough art. Kids who participate in the arts do better in school and in life. To learn more, visit americansforthearts.org because all kids should get to appreciate Nureyev's dance and Armstrong's horn. Art. Ask for more. A public service message brought to you by Americans for the Arts and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. Is this is, is the Kate Daly Show. You
5: stay
1: here with me. I know you've got somewhere to go. Won't you make yourself at home and stay with me?
2: And don't you ever leave. Are listening to The Kate Daly Show. So glad that you are. And I welcome Uncle Milty back. Big thank you to Chris Ann Hall. You can catch The Chris Ann Hall Show, and she really does have, have an outstanding show. Uh, it teaches all about the Constitution and, uh, and how to understand it and how to apply it. I mean, it's wonderful. Uh, make sure you get to the website, katedalyradio.com, because uh, Balance of Nature, you'll see a picture of Balance of Nature. This is the supplement uh, my husband and I take. We absolutely love it, and it's helping our health. And so I'm hoping that you will also uh, make the decision get the supplement and start on that great health journey Um, it really is helpful with inflammation diabetes all kinds of different things if you're recovering from an illness um, if you just need better health that's why a majority of people take it they just want better health and shore up their immunity Um, I think we need it more now than ever Eleven servings, ten eleven servings of fruits and vegetables. You can even double that uh if you wanted to, and a great fiber drink at a super low price. And then you also get on top of that thirty five percent off by putting in the code Kate, K A T E, when you go to balanceofnature.com. So many fruits and vegetables I know you probably won't eat today that are dehydrated down into capsule form and it really is easy to take, it's so good, and it's so easy. Um and this is the one that I, I just I just love it. Um so, welcome back. Um, you were just telling me about about uh, a visit on The View. I can't stand those women.
5: They're really strange. Oh, and gosh. So, Donald Jr. was on. hmm And uh, so, they introduce him. But instead of calling him... Donald J. Trump Jr., they called him DJT. They refused to say the president's name.
2: You're kidding,
5: right? No, that's how it starts.
2: Why don't they just move? Good gravy. Those women are so heinous.
5: Well, then they started, you Uh, know, their usual, the president is this and the president uh is that. And, And he said, why is it that you can... You can sit here and talk about all these petty little things that you really have no substantiation for, Mm -hmm. but it was perfectly okay for you, Joy Behar, to do blackface. And she says, that wasn't blackface. That wasn't blackface, and I guess technically she didn't take black, dark makeup and put it on her face, but she wore an Afro wig, mm-hmm. and she put a mm-hmm. skin color on her that right. maybe wasn't African dark, but right. it was darker than her,
2: mm-hmm.
5: but that was okay. and then well, he anything turned, they do is okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he turned to Whoopi and said, and you, you supported that pedophile that uh, producer, oh that yeah, was,
2: back in the seventies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
5: and Whoopi supported him, <sighs> and that you know that's okay, that was okay. <laughs> what, what,
2: what was the reaction to that?
5: They cut him off.
2: Of course they did.
5: They cut. They said, "No, you're bringing up stuff that has no bearing today," <laughs> and they cut him off. You know, wow. I mean, it's
2: just yeah I
5: they're insane.
2: I don't know. I can't imagine anyone really listening to that show anymore uh-uh. their ratings have, ratings have plummeted just like late night talk, just like the Oscars, just like everything else in Hollywood. It's tanking because uh they 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 sound ludicrous
5: they are Completely. ludicrous they don't just sound it they mm-hmm. are it. Wow. And and they're and such hypocritical stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean they're just as guilty of everything they're pointing at fingers right. at everybody else for. Yeah, uh, it's driving me crazy.
2: Yeah, um, we've had Victoria Tunsing on the show. She's uh, legal, and uh, she is the the legal arm. I was legal arm for Fox, and and uh, her and her law partner were on Lou Dobbs. I want to play this because this was a really interesting uh, interesting take about what's coming down. So here you go. It's about three minutes long. Here you go,
1: Geneva and Tensing Law Firm. Great to see you both, and I know you've been traveling, and uh, uh, it's good to see you back. Uh, let let Let's, uh, let, let's turn to first the inspector general report. I'll be in the same position I've been in for two years. <laughs> are we ever going to see this, this report? You
7: are, you are going to see it, Lou, but I am not predicting so much for anonymous sources. Look at that. <laughs> One says, yeah, before Thanksgiving, okay. and another says no. But I can tell you this, and we have darn good sources for this. It's going to be very bad for the people in the Obama administration as somebody my source said to me it's going to be worse than you can imagine
1: well that's uh, that is a a heck of a tease Victoria that uh, I'm already uh, uh, sort of uh, chomping at the bit to get the thing Uh, Joe your thoughts on that uh, Horowitz report Uh, it it doesn't sound like uh, uh, it's going to be a tepid matter Uh,
3: explosive would you say I would say explosive, and I would say for people at the highest levels of the FBI uh, and at the highest levels of the Justice Department, more important, the Justice Department, um, it's going to be devastating. Uh, it's going to ruin careers. It's going to make people uh, have bar problems. It's going to be... Bill bar problems. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, bar, bar association problems. Because what's, what's clear, and now we know is that the senior levels of the Obama Justice Department were complicit in knowingly submitting materially false applications to the FISA Court for an illegitimate counterintelligence purpose not for a legitimate purpose but to spy on Americans for political purposes and it really will end up being the beginning of the greatest political scandal in history and it's being held up partially because of John Durham's new grand jury Which, by the way, exists for one reason and one reason only, because people are going to be indicted.
1: Now, he is now in charge of both FISA abuse and the yes. origins of Spygate, uh, yes. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, it, the worst political scandal in this country's history. Uh, is anything being held up because of just simply the vast scope of his investigation?
7: Yes. It, well, it's been expanded, Lou, because he is now going into whole other areas. He's gone back into the the or, origins of the investigation. I mean, to do to further... For those of us who know this business if you get if you're in counterintelligence and you get a word that a George Papadopoulos has said he heard something that the Russians have something you know what you do you go you go knock on his door within a week and ask mm-hmm. him about it and and have him give you the information where did he get it and how did he they right. didn't do that they didn't do that at all they dissipate all the rules of a counterintelligence investigation
3: and, and it's expanded because it originally uh, Barr wanted Durham to just look at the beginnings of Crossfire Hurricane. Mm -hmm. How did this start? How did it happen? But then what they discovered was that they found out from the Devin Nunes experience at the White House in March of 2017 that there had been massive, massive unmaskings of Americans for political purposes and that those information was given and leaked to the press. And by the way, the Michael Flynn leaked to david ignatius of the post is in fact the subject of one of the criminal investigations because that leak is a 20-year felony
7: and i've got another idea for durham that is he ought to bring in mark's aide before the grand jury and ask him how he knew that cnn was going to be in a part of it uh was he talking to james clapper mm. and did he know that clapper was going to leak the dossier
2: All right, Uh, Mark said the the one that said uh, there was going to be a coup. The whistleblower's Mm attorney.
5: I can only hope that one fourth of what they just said is true.
2: Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. It It would finally. It will
5: will change the direction of our country if they actually follow through on this, Mm -hmm. and we see some prosecutions and people understand that. They mm-hmm. can no longer protect each other in these bureaucracies, because right. these are not mostly not elected people. They are bureaucrats right. who think they are more above the law than the elected officials do.
2: That's true. That was Victoria Tunsing. We've had her on the show. Um, and then uh, Joe uh, DeGene- DeGenevo? G- DeGeneva. De Geneva. Oh, my gosh. That,
5: well, they're married.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and law partners, too. Yeah. And so uh, they were appearing on Lou Dobbs uh, talking about this, and so I thought that was kind kind of interesting. I wanted to share it with all of you. Normally, I don't like to play an entire clip, but I I thought the understanding behind what they were saying was important. Um, And, you know, I mean, honestly... (sighs) It's like, it's like, I feel like we're always in the weeds with this stuff because it, we never quite get out of the weeds and, and, and we get further and further into the weeds. And this is why we talk so much sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about these things too, but principles, because principles mm-hmm. are that big, broad picture. And this is just the weedy stuff of, of this whistleblower and that whistleblower's attorney and this, I mean, will we ever, I don't, we'll never, ever get rid of this swamp ever. It'll always be the weeds, but well, you could, we could maybe, have some progress
5: if these things turn out the mm-hmm. way they're talking about and right. we can get rid of this swamp, but and the only thing that keeps giving me hope is i know enough about our legal system mm-hmm. that i know that you can't you have to make your case, especially against people in these bureaucracies who are so powerful. Mm-hmm. A, you have to have your ducks in a row when you make your case. So I understand why it's taking some time. I'm surprised it's moving as fast as it is. But I've said all along that we won't see this happen until after he's reelected. Mm. And at that point. All hell Mm. breaks loose.
2: Mm. You know, the second term is always really
7: interesting.
2: (laughs) I have to to say, yeah, Mm -hmm. no, you're, you know, I, I, I totally know where you're going with that. Yeah. The second term is usually, usually the one for some, you know whatever reason anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's that. And, uh, man, there's a lot today, um, in the news and, and everything else. And, uh, just talking with Chrisanne about all of those things, you know, I, whistleblowers and uh, it's so interesting how this one's getting treated. And, uh, um, I, you know, if you have somebody that was in the former president's white house who um who was fired for leaking um instead of a whistleblower, wouldn't you call him a leaker? Oh absolutely wouldn't he just be a leaker Ab- why are we calling him a whistleblower? Well
5: because they haven't been able to come out yet with, uh-huh. the, the, with they've been they've been prevented from telling the truth they won't even say his name mm. his name's been released right they know who he is. They know who he worked for. They know he's Mm -hmm. a CIA guy. They know all these things. But they're afraid to talk about it because of Schiff.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Schiff has said, no, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. So they're fighting that legal battle in the background. We don't see that legal battle that's going on. Right. That they're trying to fight it to the point where they can say what's going on. They're hoping that when these things open up next week, they Mm -hmm. can. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's but true. Uh, we'll see.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, we brought up with uh, at the end of Chris Chrisanne's uh, visit, we brought up the fact that, you know, they're calling Mexico a failed state, failed state. You know, we're not going to get our wall. And what are they going to come up with in order to not have to do that wall? Because really and truly, I mean. We're down to the nitty gritty now. It's not, it's not going up. What are we going to do? And are they, are they saying failed state because uh, maybe a merger? Um, th- it, there's been a lot of talk in the last five years, but especially the last year about a beneficial merger of absorbing Mexico. And it's kind of an interesting thought, but I had this thought last night when I kept hearing failed state, failed state. And on big picture, you know, we have the USMCA treaty, which is bad. Um, you know, relieves us of our sovereignty. But I thought this was interesting from Petraeus. Petraeus said this. He said, here's our, um, uh, here's our vision, you know, three democracies, he meant Canada, Mexico, and us, with a total population of half a billion people. And then he went through all of the things like energy exports and labor and all of these things coming together. This is Petraeus. This was back in 2014. And he also said, let's have a closer relationship with U.S. and Mexico and while we're at it, Canada, because the Council of Foreign Relations Task Force, headed by him, by Petraeus, called it uh, this report under Obama's time, north america time for a new focus and now we consistently hear failed state failed state not just that they're having problems with their cartels we've ratcheted it up to failed state the entire country and it does worry me it does really worry me that we might absorb absorb that absorb them
5: well coming from Petraeus, mm-hmm. is actually just as good as if it had come directly from Joseph Stalin. <laughs> that, is <So>. <laughs> that is true.
2: That is true. Because they said, you know, the median family income in Mexico is below 5000 a year. So they were talking about, you're going to add 60 million people who make less than $5,000 a year.
5: You know, think about this, though. What? They're talking about absorbing 60 million people. Uh-huh. We've already, in the last two decades, absorbed Twenty five million of them.
2: <laughs> We've already absorbed a Mexico. We've
5: <laughs> absorbed a fourth of right, it. Right,
2: right, right. Already. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's a great point. Yeah, you're right. And it hurt us. It has.
5: That's what stagnated our wages. Mm-hmm. That's what put Can't us in position. Can't you just see them
2: going, you hater, Christian, you don't want to go down and help those people against their cartel who now we're deeming terrorists? Can't you see this, though? I can see this. I can see them playing this out to the hilt.
5: Well, this goes back to the equality of outcome garbage that they spout all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, people in Mexico don't need to make 60000 a year to live.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, they, they compare it to U.S. dollars and yeah, U.S. living. Uh, you can't. Yeah, I know. Um, wow. We'll be right back with uh, David Limbaugh. Don't go anywhere. David Limbaugh coming right up.
0: the Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.